Welcome to the Above the Rim Show, episode 16. Brought to you by your host, once again, Justin, aka Just Blaze. And I got another special guest this week. I got my man all the way from the west side, the west coast. I got my man, Baylor the Great. Baylor, what's good, brother? Hey, man, the Western Conference is in the building. Okay? In the building. <laughs> in the building. <laughs> it's about time, baby. Hey, the Staples is coming through. The Staples is coming through. It's about time I got the West Coast. Got my man, Baylor the Great. How you feeling, of man? Of course, man. We, hey, we, got, we got to balance this out, man. We got to balance this out. We definitely do. Definitely do. It's, all, it's, it's only right. It's only it's right. It's only right. It's only right, man. <laughs> like I said, this is episode 16, family. Catch Above the Rim on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Dash Radio every Tuesday. Almightybola.com. It's Above the Rim, your one-stop shop. So, my man, Bella, we got to talk about this terrible-ass Western Conference that's finals that's going on right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm agreeing with you. It is, it's pretty bad, but it's not like the East now. We all, on the West, we're dealing with some injuries right now. Plenty of injuries. injuries at that. Plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I actually feel bad for Pops, man. Like, there's nothing he could do. We know he's going to shut down his main star. You know, TT is gone. Yeah, but... but the youngster but- got his... But Bailey, you don't think he should have let Kawhi play one of these games? Because game four is tonight, and he's out tonight, too, for game four, right? Yeah, he's out. Exactly. Kawhi is out. So you don't think he should have let him go at least game four for some pride? Yeah, I don't. No, 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 no. You know, Pop, it, look, Pops, don't, he don't care about nobody. He don't care about nobody's thoughts, nobody's feelings. He's long term. I know yeah. he's been in the game for a long time, but he's looking towards the future. He don't want to reactivate something. If it's something serious... He's not trying to, you know, add on to it. So it's kind of heartbreaking because it's Very one of the biggest games of the, you know what I'm saying? Like this series is, this is not the regular season. Exactly. We, we wanted, in the Western Conference Finals, we at least want a healthy matchup, especially for the Warriors. At least make them sweat a little bit because they sweat, they were sweating in game one, especially for the first yeah, three quarters. They were sweating in game one. Yeah. They, they they were lacing up this, their ankles a little tight at that time, man. They definitely were. So, as we know, the Warriors, another year, facing another depleted team. Last year, they got away with murder. I think uh, last year, was it Mike Conley injured last year when they went against the Grizzlies? Yeah, man. We, we know, but the Grizzlies always give cats problems. Always. I mean, they they, 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 kind of, they bullies. You know what I'm saying? They bullies, and they like to push cats around. But I, I don't think... With a full roster, whether it's Memphis, whether it's the the, the Clippers, mm-hmm. uh, San Antonio, Portland, Golden State has too much firepower. They do too much firepower. Too much, too much, too too much to risk. Like I, it, you know, uh, Kawhi come back, he's an easy what, maybe seventy five percent. Yeah, but still, he could still give him. He could, that's still a good quality twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes of an injured Kawhi is still better than most, is it not? Okay, but well, all we're saying is instead of losing by 30, we might lose by 15. Yeah, but I'll take that, but you still went out fighting. That's important. You gotta go out with that some is, pride right is, now, but... That, that, that is important. Uh, I, I think we're giving a lot of, we're giving a lot of swag to, to Kawhi because, well, we don't really know how serious he yeah, really is. I'm not blaming Kawhi at all because I'm a big fan of Kawhi. Kawhi's a soldier in my eyes. Kawhi plays through a lot because I never see him, you know, worry about, uh, talk about being hurt. I never see him complaining, so I give him hella respect for Kawhi either way, but I just feel like Pop should just let him go, man. Just let him go at least for the last game. I mean, don't don't give Warriors this much of an easy pass. I'm sick of the Warriors getting an easy pass, Baylor. I'm sick. I'm sick. <laughs> yo, think, listen. This. You talk, you... <laughs> yo, first round. Uh, who was injured? Yurkic, right from the Blazers. Oh. Second round. Mm-hmm. Who's injured? George Hill and Rudy Gobert gets right. gets injured again, right? Third All round. Right. Conference Finals. You got Kawhi out. You got Tony Parker out, and you get David Slowfoot, David Lee. He's out too. Come this on, this is all facts. 
this is all facts. But telling me, besides the Spurs players being injured, everybody else that you said before that, did it really matter? A little bit. A little bit. I a mean, little bit. I, I, I just, it matters some. I just, I, being a little disrespectful just, just, to those injuries. I, just, I am being disrespectful, but I, I apologize to the injured. But <laughs> what I'm saying is I just I just don't think it really mattered at that point. Now San Antonio, they got they could bark. They got they got something to, to yeah. prove. But I mean look man. I mean they they were probably good. gonna win regardless, but still I still wanted a sweat. I still wanted a not a sweep. I wasn't I'm just upset about the sweep. So let's get back to the Spurs while we're at. Matter of fact, let's stay on the Warriors. KD, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we all, as we all know, they're going to the finals this year. So this is a champ and it's championship or die for Kevin Durant. It's championship or die for him. So Bill, I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, go ahead. I'm, I'm already ready for this. I know you're ready for this. Does a championship this year validate KD's move to the Warriors? What do you think? Because this has been a this has been a different KD this year. Let me tell you to to the um, to the casual fans in America, uh, it might mean something um, <laughs> to the barbershop to the to the barber to the barbershop cats. Like we know what it is. If you win one, we know we know how you got that. If you lose, we not checking for you. That, that, yeah, of course, of course. We're not we're not checking for you anymore. I remember the I remember the uh, the statement that you made. I'm tired of being number two. Mm. Okay, I remember when you was in OKC yeah. and you got punked in the finals by Bron. I remember that. Talk about you it. Know, part, <laughs> Harden had a, you know, he, he, Harden played a little disappearing act. We got it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Westbrook, of course, he a lot of turnovers. But you all got three potential MVPs, which I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. And I seen him bow down LeBron, and it, and he and he he kind of like verified it when when he said, "I'm tired of being number two. Yeah. Get off the social media first. First, uh, but and it's a but, back but it's a different KD right now, Bailey. You see him snapping back at the media lately. Have you been noticing? I it's, noticed. It's I noticed a there's a little KD bit because he's hiding behind Cat. Yeah, there it is, right there. See, I think it's a little bit more of a sensitive KD lately. He's been a little sensitive. He snaps at every reporter, every um, media negative media comment about him. If don't watch the playoffs, if it's boring to you, don't watch the blowouts. Listen. It's your fault that it's even lopsided as it is. Exactly. If you didn't, if you didn't exactly. jump on that bandwagon, if you would have took the high road instead of the easy road, listen, I would have been okay with KD if he went to the Clippers, if he went to the Celtics. Mm. I would have loved oh, KD oh. for that. Even the Heat, I wouldn't have been mad at him. What? Where you been to one of the key teams though? What about hometown? What about going to Washington? Washington would have been nice, but but I see why he didn't. I think he didn't want to go to the East Coast. I think it's because of LeBron, in my opinion. Okay, okay, but tell me this. Come on, man. Let's break this down. Mm-hmm. Under Armour offered him almost what three hundred bill? Yeah. That's hometown right there. You go back home. The only team that you have to worry about getting through is, is him. But, but this was a West, different John Wall last top. year, though. It's not this year's John Wall. This year's That's John Wall is better. You never know. I- but you never know how that chemistry would have worked out True. if they, you know, if he would have went. So we don't know. This John Wall, I respect him. I used to slander his name a lot because he was compared to Westbrook. Mm. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> uh, but but this is the thing though. This is why a lot of cats. This is why a lot of cats had turned their back on KD because when you was in OKC, yeah. you was walking down the street with your little brother and you had to protect him. Yeah. Now it you was how he went out. It definitely that, was how he went and out. And now you, yeah, and now you standing by a whole game talking all that. <laughs> Listen, but honestly, it's championship or die for KD. Not literally die, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Championship or bust for him. He has to win this year, and he has to. I agree with Stephen A. Stephen A. was making a lot of points earlier that he has to show up in the finals, meaning he has to dominate, scoring thirty, damn near thirty. Yeah, he he got to he got to show up. You can't hide. You can't, can't hide. hide. Don't he got to get. He has to yeah, give don't. it to LeBron. You got to give it to him. Yeah. Well, I'll be sure to come to town. He got to give it to him. I don't want. You, 
Right. I don't want you sitting on the. I don't want you sitting on the Draymond and Curry bus. Not at all. You gotta get a. You gotta. You gotta go drive that thing because if not, I mean, bro, I can go sign with the Warriors. Exactly. Basically, you know what I'm saying. Listen, Javale McGee is looking like an all star right now, yo. Hey, that's my guy right there. <laughs> <laughs> JaVale, boy. So transitioning over to the Spurs, right? So we know Aldridge, he's not been playing up to his potential this postseason. He's been real wishy-washy, and I've been trying to tell everyone. I've never been a big LaMarcus Aldridge fan. I always thought he was a little bit overrated. I always called him basically a 6'10", 6'11", two-guard. He wanted to oh, bang a little man. bit, but he didn't want to bang, really. So... People, I used to, I said it on my last episode, people used to argue with me a lot about uh, Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge. I'm a Clipper guy, so Blake Griffin was my guy. So I always said Blake Griffin was a much better overall player than LaMarcus. Much better, but I gotta take Blake away for a second because uh, Blake has been folding in the fourth quarter just like LaMarcus Aldridge. So I wanna ask you, Baylor. Go ahead. I will. I, I might have to. I agree, but I got some key pointers for uh, for LA though. Okay, tell me. See the thing. The, I mean, because when he was in Portland for what, nine years, yeah, he was the anchor of that team. He sure was. The offense ran through him. Okay, but the thing is, I mean, I'm a Blake. I'm a Blake stand. I get a lot of backlash for for you know for chasing for this dude. Yeah, but offensively. I gotta give it to Lamarcus. Offensively, um, I mean, back in the Portland days, San Antonio, he has to take a back seat, and that's why I think they're having problems right now because he doesn't know how to step back into that Portland role. Well, listen. Well, then that shows your maturity. To me, honestly, a mature player always knows how to take a back seat and still get his. You don't see Ky- Kyrie takes a back seat, but does he really take a back seat? He still gets you twenty five. Yeah, but. But they let Kyrie run wild because that's what he do. Mm-hmm. I mean, L- L- L.A. came from Portland where everything went through him. Then he comes down to San Antonio where that's a machine. Okay, but listen here. Bela, let me shoot you one right here, right? You see how Pop had to change his offensive scheme to cater to Kawhi? He lets Kawhi run wild. If LaMarcus Aldridge was given a production that he's supposed to give and Pop saw that he was dominating in the post, he would let him run wild. It's mm. because he doesn't see it I, at practice or in the games. I think, I, think, I, think, I think he let Kawhi run wild because he has it. And second of all, LaMarcus Aldridge is not dunking. He does not, and he'll never will be. Never will be. And I don't think he got. I, I don't think he got that faith. I don't think he has the faith in him like that. Yeah. I mean, Duncan. We talking about the best power forward of all time. Oh yeah. Talk about it. So I don't think. I, I don't think he can live up to those. I don't think he can live up to those standards. Yeah, but we're not asking That's him to what? do that though. They're only asking to give me twenty and ten. He can't get you twenty and ten. We can't demand that from you every night. He might be declining. Might be. He is declining. Or he has declined past tense. So, do you think LaMarcus's days are numbered in San Antonio? He got two years left on his Uh, contract. He can opt out after next season if he wants to, but I don't know why he would because I don't think he'll get the same kind of money. But he got two years left, so do you think San Antonio should look to move him? There's a couple forwards on the market they could sign and trade for. But see, the thing is, I... the weird thing about that is we don't know what Pop wants to do with it. I don't know what he wants to do with this team. This is the first time that he's had a he has he has a wingman running his offense. Yeah, true. So I mean, if he give up, if he give up Lamarcus, I mean, all right. I so don't know. let, let I don't me know. throw Baylor, BTG. Let me throw this at you. <laughs> let me throw this scenario at you. What if they meet with Paul Millsap? This offseason, he says that he wants to come there. Would you replace I, Lamarcus Aldridge with a Paul Millsap, or is that a lateral move? I think that's a downgrade. Oh, you think it's a downgrade? I think it's a downgrade. Okay. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that move. At I like, okay. I like an addition. I mean, if okay. he can come off the bench. Oh, 
Yeah, uh, no, I don't know about that one. Okay, okay, okay. Just I'm, I'm, cause he's he might be the best powerful. Okay, say for instance, Blake Griffin says he wants to come there. Now, what would you do there? You have to move Lamarcus in order to sign a Blake Griffin. You'd have to throw him out for, yeah, for salary pay. So, is that an upgrade if they if Blake Griffin says he wants to go over to the Spurs this offseason? I'm, I hate to say this, but getting a Blake Griffin, that's just putting more. I mean, you just selling more tickets. Mm. We have yet to see. I mean, we have yet to see Blake take over in the postseason. Got that right. You know he could, he could take over for three quarters. He could take over for three quarters, but the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter is another story for him. You just gotta have your moments. He in the fourth. Look, I look. You ain't even gotta take over in the fourth. Just have your moments. Yeah. Yeah, just give me a moment. Give me a signature block, a signature dunk, at least. Yeah. Signature and yes. one. Give me something. Don't disappear. Yeah. Come on, man. So, but and mm. then you got to worry about the injury. You got to worry about the injuries too. Of course. You know, Blake came into the game injured. Yeah, definitely. Oh, he he has to work on that. But that's another story for another day. So as we, let's jump over to the Eastern Conference. Cavs and Celtics. The JV conference? The JV. <laughs> the JV. Come on, it's all strength. All strength. It's not the weaker conference. <laughs> yeah, they all top they all top heavy over there. Oh, of course, man. So as we know the Eastern Conference, e- aka easy work for LBJ. Easy work. Ah, so yeah, I know Bella, you just practice, just practice, man. That's all we're talking about. But Bella, I know you're a big Wizards fan, and before we we were talking on Twitter, and I called the Celtics in seven, and me, just Blaze, I was correct. You had Washington. <laughs> you're a big Washington fan. I know you're a big John Wall guy and all that. But the Celtics won. I just wanted to throw that out there in seven. They did. But I'm not feeling too good about that, man. I'm hiding, man. Too much. A lot of people were coming at me because I had, I actually had the Celtics on seven games with the Cavs, but I was so wrong. Mm. I was mm. so wrong. I was. Terrible. I want to know that vision, though. I want to know I, that vision. Listen, what I saw in this series, I saw the multiple perimeter defenders that the Boston Celtics can throw at the Cavs' off, top offensive threat, which is perimeter shooting, spacing the floor with a LeBron, LeBron James drive, a Kyrie dribble drive. And a kick out to Culver, Fry, anybody they can kick out to. So, with the Celtics, I was thinking, I always know you can hide Isaiah Thomas one way, shape, or form. And you have Crowder, a, a great LeBron James defender. You have a Marcus Smart who can slow down a Kyrie. You have an Avery Bradley, one of the top three perimeter defenders in the league. So, I thought they could slow him down when the game gets tight. But boy, was I wrong. No, no, you know what? Hey, look. I was wrong. Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart was a killer in college, okay? Crowder is one of the top defenders in the league. And, and you, you add a Bradley, you would think that it would be able to slow down a machine like that. Think is the key but no, word. The, think. The thing is, that machine will sometimes split up. And when it's ISO involved, you can chalk it right up because Kyrie is one of the best ISO offensive players oh, in, one the, of the best. in the world. In the world. In the world. Nobody has figured out. Not just the city, Craig, the world. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has cut off LeBron James ever. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't understand that, but they let him bully his way to the hole. They don't have enough offense. I know, man. I, and I they underestimated the Cavs defense. I underestimated the Cavs defense. I mean, I knew they were a great defensive team, but boy, the scheme and the game plan that they've been using to shut down Isaiah Thomas, that trapping, they're going to they, force him to go the, to the, the lane. Cavs, the Cavs playoff defense is, I mean, it's not A1, but it gets them to where they need to be. Yeah. I, I think it is on the way to being A1. I think their defense is just revving up for what they need to do. They need to shut down each threat each round, and they did. So I give them credit for that, man. But um, so you mm-hmm. think you think the Wizards would have been a bigger challenge than the cat to the way Cavs? better, way better, way better. Why? Way you better. a big John even, Wall fan? Even, even the last, but look, even the, even the game seven between the Celtics and the Wizards showed you that Washington had a better offense. How? How does that because show you they, that? Se- because because a second option. They second option went off. 
I don't think he deserved that money. Yeah, I but, love you, Brad. Besides, but, besides those two options, right? Who else is going to give you buckets? The Cavs are, are an elite defensive team. They're going to shut down your one and two options or slow down your one and two. You're going to rely on Otto Porter? But when you look at, when you look at, you throwing shots right there. I see those shots. Ooh, Bray. <laughs> Come on. Hey, but look. But, but when Donovan. You look, 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 when you, Come on. But when you look at the Celtics, though, when you look at the Celtics. Trey Burke. Hey. <laughs> oh man. Oh and we talking about Michigan Trey Burke too. Come on, man. Bella, don't hey, give but me when, that. When, when, when we look at the Celtics, they best players the same height as my son. <laughs> so it's not on. going to work out. It's not going to work out. Damn, okay. Man. You want you want you want to kick it out to Bradley who's I mean, we all he can, he could knock down that three ball. He could knock down. He he definitely improved. But when he's cold, he's cold. Yeah, that he is. That he it's is. It's over. It's over. I don't see no microwaves on the Celtics. When they cold, it's a wrap. Damn. <laughs> I even mean, bad I, at you, I, there, I, I understand. I understand the defense. And defense wins championship. Yeah. But, bro, that defense got to turn into offense. Yeah, but I, honestly, that defense is petrified against the Cavs. I think the Celtics are just mentally scared against the Cavs. I think the Cavs mentally beat them this series. As from game one, they came out ready to go. LBJ had his shoes ready. No shh. Oh, they had everything ready to again, go. And then I, but another thing is the Celtics don't have any one-on-one players besides Isaiah. That's true. You get true. John Wall. John Wall is going to give Kyrie problems. Kyrie might might get the best of him. Yeah, but, but John um, Wall is he will be guarding him, though. I don't, I, don't, I don't think he'll be guarding him. I don't think Kyrie will be guarding him. Probably uh, JR. And they'll let Kyrie go and rally and, 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 and you can hear right now on Above the Rim. He, he will work JR out. Talk about it. <laughs> you gonna work, work about him, him right. Talk, hey, talk about it and be about it. Talk about it. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah, you're right, definitely. So do you think LeBron is mentally different this postseason? LBJ. He is different. He's more, uh, he's more confident and with a little, with a little spice of cockiness up. Yeah, yeah, listen, I love this LBJ. I love this LeBron James this postseason. He's getting more, a little bit more grittier. He's a little, a tad yeah. bit nose holes ball, a tad more. You know, we need, we need I that mean, edge you, from you LeBron. have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. You seen what he did last year. Yeah. Come on, listen, so people are starting did, to get, so, starting so to get disrespectful. So, so how could you not? And first of all, I mean, look, shout out. I'm, I'm a Kobe fan, mm-hmm. and so you know when it, when it comes to the Kobe and LeBron battles, like it's back and forth all day. All day. But LBJ, I gotta give him his props. He has taken down the top three Western teams in the finals. Yes. Since he's been, you know, what he's been, what seven? Was it seven or eight? Seven. Well, straight seven. This is gonna be the seventh. Okay, and yeah. so within that, within that time, within that time, he he bodied on KC. He got he got San Antonio, yeah. and he got you know arguably, uh, well, quote unquote, the best team ever assembled. Whoa, that's so disrespectful. I don't go that far. I'm hey, I'm just saying what I'm just saying what the media would say. I still <laughs> I'm still chalking it up. I'm still chalking it up to to Chicago and my Lakers. Come on, yeah. That's without a doubt. Let's not get crazy on it. Pump the brakes on them Warriors. I know the ESPN loves yeah. to say that, but this ain't ESPN. Man, you know how these new cats be. <laughs> Always, man. What did you do for me lately? What have you done for me? So, yeah, man. I think this postseason LeBron is a little bit more focused. I think he's definitely more focused. And you know why I think he's more focused, Bella? I think. Kyrie? Nah. I think LeBron is more focused this postseason because he's ready to leave. I think he's ready to leave Cleveland. Oh. And I think, let me tell you right now, I talk think. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> Listen, I think he's focused this season because this is his out. He has to win this year. So he's like, you know what? I'm playing no games. No games. I'm winning this year, taking this chip home. Cleveland can shove it right now. And now I can really go play where I want to play. Listen. Oh, so wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Don't give me no food and not put no seasoning on it. Where do yes. you think he gonna go? I think his two choices this offseason. Either 
is to go to my LA Clippers or mm. or go back to the Miami Heat. I think he loved it in mm. South Beach. D Wade, D Wade will bring himself back to South Beach, and they will bring it back again. With and they will add someone new this time. There's no Chris Bosh to add. They will either have to get rid of Hassan or they can keep Hassan. That'll be fine. Add a couple of guards. You got it. It's definitely you possible. Gotta sell this theory. You got to sell this theory to uh, Netflix. Uh, we need a series on that. <laughs> we do. I'm telling you. That's what I think. I think LeBron is so mentally focused at this year. What can you really say if he wins another year in Cleveland, beating this Warriors team, this stacked Warriors team? You can't say, well, you can't well, say anything. He, he has the leverage because he brought them a title. Exactly. So after that, they can, after that, they can go shove it. But I think I think uh, I might have to disagree with the whole Clippers move uh, only because only because I think Bron mm-hmm. is Bron is scared of the West. Nah, he's not. I think because people are saying that he's gonna do it. He wants to do it because of that. But I slightly I slightly agree with you because I think he wants to be I think he wants to be that player that wins on both sides. Exactly. He wants to be the person to break that barrier. He's tried to break every barrier so far that we've heard of him. So why not be uh, that? Of that, sta- of that, uh, of that status, because I think Steve Kerr beat him. Exactly. Listen, if he could, it's entirely possible for he's gonna have Chris Paul over there. A pure point. They'll they'll convince yeah. D Wade to take less money at that point, and then we'll ultimately get Carmelo Anthony through a trade. So it will so be you don't strategic. Think Chris Paul, you don't think Chris Paul would go to uh, San Antonio? No, I definitely don't. I definitely don't think so. I think Chris Paul is a loyal guy, and he's loyal to Doc Rivers, and they have a special relationship between those two that he wouldn't do that. He's going to help Doc dictate the roster. That's what he will do. I think Chris Paul would stay if he knew LBJ was coming. Yeah. But if there was even no if Carmelo is, he knows Carmelo's coming. I think Chris Paul's Chris Paul's staying regardless. Blake, on the other hand, might be another might be another topic for another day. Melo could have been in LA, or, yeah, or at least he's Chicago. coming this off season. He's coming. I'm tell you right now. I've been calling for it. He's coming, my man. So, Baylor BTG. <laughs> Straight out of the West Coast. Where you in? You in Cali? You you live in LA? Which part of Cali you live? I'm from I'm I'm from LA, born and raised in LA, but I'm 45 minutes away in Eastville. Okay, you know, okay. Moving on up. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, brother. Yeah. So I say that to say this, as we know, he's from LA, big time LA Lakers fan. I know you are. Oh yeah. <sighs> so we got to talk a little bit of Lakers this week. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to talk about with them Lakers, boy. A lot to talk about, man. <laughs> Listen, man, there's this a lot of lot of shit going on in the media. Paul George acting crazy. LeVar Ball acting G-G. crazy. Yo, P-G. Hey, PG-13. Hey, PG-13 coming back to work out with Kobe, baby. Talk hey, about it. Listen, man, there's a lot of craziness going on. So the Lakers, of course, are definitely going to have an interesting offseason on their hands. So I want to hear from a Lakers fan perspective. What do you think about that's going on? So as we know, Paul George. Ma- yeah, go ahead. No, I was about to say Mafia Magic. That's what's going on. Mafia Magic. Talk about it. Mafia Magic. So PG, Paul George, PG-13, has been making a lot of appearances lately, right? He's been on Jimmy Kimmel, talking about his love for L.A., making Snapchats, letting everybody know that he wants to come to L.A., Right. So the issue with Magic this offseason is if he's a trade for Paul George, as we all know. So me personally, I think Paul George is a go. I think you should trade for him now. Get him or this offseason. Don't wait. Don't wait because anything can happen in a year. He could get hurt. He could change his mind. He could get traded to another team that he might like. So I say go for Paul George this offseason. Draft Lonzo Ball. Bring it all together, but you got to let people go. So, Baylor, as a Lakers fan, you think they should trade for Paul George or a surprising candidate? Um, when you say, when you mention PG-13 now, uh, two teams come to mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that's the Pacers and that's Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we got a lot of problems going on with Boston right now. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think if I'm, if I'm thinking like Magic, 
we don't we don't know yet. We don't know if we should trade for PG thirteen because I think he's trying to put a combination of Lonzo and PG thirteen together. Yeah, I Boston mean can that stop. would be the logical Boston step. Can stop. Yeah, but Boston can stop all of that if they wanted to be assholes. But they're not though. You know they're not. You think they're gonna draft Lonzo Ball? They're not. You know they're not. Well, I mean, I mean, we already pissed off half of the league because we said Lonzo only wants to work out for the Lakers. Yeah. So, you know, Boston, Boston has the luxury of doing that. They do. Yeah, but they but they, won't. They, they don't want to deal with that Laval ball. They don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with Laval. That's I crazy. Nobody want to deal with that, that scrutiny. They got a, they got a franchise true. already. Franchise style. Right. Well, for the reason why you just said, yes, I would trade for him, but mm-hmm. I'm not giving up Ingram. What? You're not giving up? Um, Baylor, you know you got to give up. I'm not Ingram. giving up. You have I'm to. not giving up Ingram. We spoke about this, this already. Week, did we not speak about this already? I think we did. Yep, we did. We talked about it, and you broke it down, and I had to think about it. You I even talked to my wife about it. But we, <laughs> we can't we can't do that. We It's not enough wing in the league. We the, need that. All right. He is raw talent. All right, all right so listen here. We're going to break this down right now. If you're the Pacers, right? So you, you call me. Magic calls the Pacers. I want Paul George this summer. I don't want to wait. All right? Listen, who do you want? I know we it's not Larry Bird anymore, so he got off the hot seat. I think it's Karen Pritchard, I think, whatever his name is from the Blazers. He's like, listen, I need Ingram and Russell for PG-13. What, if you give me Randall and Russell, that's not enough. Because I give now, you Randall Russell in the second round. I said, nah, 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 come on. I'm laughing at that. A second round. PG is a bona fide star. No, no, I don't know. Hey, no. People are as not big on PG as... for some reason. No, but this is the thing. They're not laughing at that because at the end of the day, he can walk. Yeah, but they're going to say, and all then you, right, and they, then, then you got to wait. Then the Lakers got to wait. So you're fine with them waiting another year. I think, but I, but I think, but I think we're fine. I think we're fine with wait and we're built. Okay. That's that's the only thing. Like now, now, truth as as a as a Lakers fan, mm-hmm. I want to get back in the shadow. Now I'm ready to get back into that Royal Rumble. Listen, you so, are you not got, hungry? I'm hung, I'm hungry, but I want to make sure when we put this squad together that we're not going away for a while. Okay. That's what I want. Okay, I feel you. Know you mean? So if we if we, if, if we gotta wait for that and still keep what we got I mean cause we can go we can go trick uh, Russell and and Randall off somewhere else listen I, I think I think if you got PG this summer though and pairing him with Ball he can make the transition a lot easier for Lonzo Ball you keep Clarkson you get rid of Randall you got rid of uh, Randall you get rid no excuse me you keep Randall you get rid of Ingram you get rid of Russell so now you have Ball at the one Clarkson comes off the bench. You sign a two guard, a big two. PG at the three, Randall at the four. And I guess you, uh, I forgot you have um, Mozgov. We got Mozgov. Yeah, we got Mozgov. Mozgov and Dang. But I think if you want, st- I-, I feel like the the Lakers could be like the Bucks East. Why can't they? Get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel like they yeah. could be a four or five seed. They can't be a four or five seed? With PG, right? So, 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 going right in next season, I yeah. like that. I'm gonna take that, of course. Okay, I'm gonna take that, of course. But I, I, certain fans want to wait, and they feel like I mean, I like I like where they're going with putting out a lot a lineup of long, versatile players. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we, mm-hmm. look, I mean, truthfully, the reason why a lot of us don't mind waiting is because we're not used to that. Okay. Like we used to getting we used to getting fed full course meals every night. True. Now the fact that we got now the fact that we got to stop and pick up stuff from the market and you know or stop at the uh, fast food joint to pick up something we're not used to that. <laughs> For real, it's too much in and out over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just too much. So now we like look if we if we want to take the process yeah. of building yeah. it slowly but making sure longevity uh, is. You know what I'm saying? Then we can do that. Okay. But okay. No, so I want, I want, I want the fireworks now. True. That's what I'm saying. So I just quick, quickly before we move on to a Lakers topic, another Lakers topic. What makes Lakers fans so confident that Paul George is gonna come there? You don't think Miami could woo Paul George? You don't think the Clippers could woo him? You don't think Boston could woo him away? What makes you so confident? The only, he's coming? The only, 
The only reason why Cavs went to the Clippers is because they knew the Lakers was on the downfall. They probably didn't like the coaches. And CP3 went there because the league hated on CP3 being in the purple and gold. Yeah. That's the only reason. Okay. Um, going anywhere else? I mean, where else could he go? My, Miami is interesting. No? Uh, if D-Wade, D-Wade decides to come back because Paul George is coming, Hassan Whiteside. Deion Witt, no, not Deion Witt, excuse I, me. I, I would, I would look, look, even though, even though they are our championship rivals, I would see PG-13 and a Boston uniform. I mean, I, I would love to see him in Boston, but I think, I think Gordon Hayward is a better fit for Boston. I think, yep, I think it's yep. a goal for Gordon Hayward this summer. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Gordon Hayward is going. I think it is. I already well, think that now. Well, yeah. I, I've heard some talks that they might get rid of Isaiah. I know. I was actually hearing that today that they were talking about him and uh, leaving Markel Fultz to be the French. I think the Celtics yeah. fans are overreacting because they won a game without Isaiah. I think they're overreacting a little bit because you you still got to give him a little bit of respect for carrying a franchise back to glory right now. Back to, to somewhat you do of glory. Give him a, you do got to respect him, but is he a liability? Nah, I think he's that good on offense that it makes up for his liability on defense. I think you can hide him with the right yeah. defenders. I definitely think you can. I think you can win him with Isaiah Thomas if you give if you don't give him so much pressure as to score every but bucket. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's why that's why you bring uh Hayward over there. Exactly. That's why you bring Hayward over there. So moving on. So you know my man Laval Ball is in the my news. Guy. My guy. I'm a big fan of Laval Ball. I was a little critical of him in the beginning, but man, that's my guy right now. I appreciate everything he's doing for the culture. Laval, man. Right. But um, he is getting a little crazy, I must say. I think he just needs to scale back a tad bit right now because he's making a lot of appearances. And what I think Laval, I think he, had, he just has to get his media training up. And I think this is a learning experience for him, all this publicity that he's getting. Correct me if I'm wrong, right, Bailey? You think so or no? I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I think it's just training for him. He, as we know, he got into it with um, Christine uh, Leahy. I think it's her last name on uh, Fox. Loved Wilson. every bit of it. I loved it, man. Lavar, I think he was <laughs> in his right to, I guess, uh, remove himself from speaking with her. I mean, he, the only part right. where I think he messed up is that he said, "Stay in your lane." I would have used a different terminology, but, but that wasn't funny. It was funny as hell. That shit was hilarious. Because I Kyle, busted out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even Kyle would start laughing. Yeah, yo. Kyle laughed. Yeah, he did laugh in the beginning. He did. I mean, he did. That got lost in all that. He definitely laughed in the beginning. That shit was hilarious. But I, I think he just could have used the best choice of words. But it was in the heat of the moment. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even mad at him at all. Do your thing, Laval. I'm not, I'm not mad at him because for years, us as fans, we like, I'm tired of the PC. I yeah. want cats to speak their mind. Yeah, speak your he mind, speaks, man. Look, he speaks his mind. Now, it's, out of all the shenanigans that he's done since he's been getting interviewed and things like that, it's only two things that I disagree with. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the um, the the white boy comment he said about UCLA. Oh yeah, I yeah. didn't agree with I didn't agree with that at all. Um, and then the latest shenanigans he what he said about Kyrie. I didn't yeah, really I was getting ready to that. go there. Yeah, he he messed up right there. Lebar messed up. <sighs> and and I'm like I'm like I I tried to say you know what I think I know what he's trying to say. But that's but what I was saying with the media training. The media training he just yeah, needs it, that. It, it, it still didn't sound right because I kind of feel like I know what he was trying to yeah. say, but it didn't sound right. I don't think he you know meant I mean? so. harm by it. You get what I mean? Because I did right. hear I did hear that his mother, uh, excuse me, his mother, his wife, Lonzo's mother, is in a hospital or something like that. She's been in the hospital for a while. I think I've read that yeah, on ESPN. She's been in and out. Yeah. Yeah, so, she's been in and out. So I don't think I think he has compassion for that for a mother especially. So I don't think he meant it in that way. You know what I mean? Right. But basically, basically, what he was trying to say is the way I raised Lonzo is different from how you was raised. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Speak, uh, speaking, speaking of, he could have, he could have, he could have just kept it at that. Of course, of course. Speaking of, speaking of Lonzo, will you see him fitting in next year? You know he's going to the Lakers. I think it's a done deal. They spoke to Magic. Oh, it's happening. L- number two pick. Good or bad, Lonzo Ball on the Lakers next year. The starting PG 
Russell is. I love it. I look, look. The only place I don't want Lonzo to go to, I don't want Lonzo to go to Philly. Oh no, he's not. You know he's not getting past the Lakers. Listen, we talking like he's on the Lakers right now because he's there. Give him the hat. They already shipped it to his crib. Hey, you know I'm driving down to Vegas to see those summer games. (laughs) Right. So you. So how do you see Lonzo fitting in next year? You think he's gonna have a good rookie season? What do you think? I think um I think he's gonna have just above average rookie season. Okay. Okay. So, uh, but mm -hmm. that's that's pending what roster he has. You know very, what I mean? Very like true. You said, There's if a PG-13 comes yeah, over there, that's a PG-13 will help him out. Yeah, that's a big difference. That's a big difference. Yo, so, imagine, imagine if PG, I mean, imagine if Lonzo and the Lakers made it to the playoffs next season. Yo, you're not going to stop LeVar from talking. You're oh, not ne- remember, he called talking. it. He said he speaks it into existence. He always says that kind of shit. Always. Always. So, listen, you, you never know, but... Let's pump the brakes a little bit on that. Maybe if PG comes, then it's a different story. But I actually see him fitting in well with those Lakers, even if it's the roster right now, minus D'Angelo Russell. Hopefully they get another wing back or another scorer like that. So I think I think it's, it's a great fit. I think it's Lando enough, uh, Lando, <laughs> Lonzo or nothing for the Lakers. I think he's. Gr- I think it'll yeah. be a great fit. I think his potential. He has a lot of potential to make others better. So I think he'll make Ingram a better player because I don't think Ingram is ready for the spotlight. I don't think so. And I think Lonzo might be nah, ready. He, he still has some work to do. I yeah. just, I got so much, um, I just got so much faith in the, in the young cat though, man. I, do I really too. do. I, like I, think, him. I, think, I like him. I don't see him getting you 20 points per game. You see him getting you at least 20 a game? Well, no, but you know what? I, I see him as a young, and when I say this, like you got to go dig in the archives. The yeah. only reason why I remember this is because I'm a UCLA fan, but I see him being like a Corey Brewer oh. of the squad. Okay, yeah, but oh, man, he's got to be better than that, though. No, but I mean, no, but but back in the day for Florida. Oh, Corey I thought you Brewer mean I thought you mean a Corey he, Brewer, Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets, Corey Brewer. Nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. Corey Brewer, Corey Brewer in the league, I don't really, I'm not, oh, I'm okay. not really checking for. <laughs> but I'm talking about Corey Brewer as being part of that team that was that was assembled at Florida. Like he yeah. was, we had problems with that. Team. Got you. You know Got what I'm you. saying? And that's what that's what I want Ingram to be, especially when we had PV13 over there. Ain't no telling what two guard we gonna have. Yeah. With Carson, like we. He got enough offensive power. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So yeah. he doesn't have to go in scoring no 20 points. That's that's true. But he, he still has to take a step forward in year two. I see him getting better. But I think he needs... He can't be the primary scorer. And I think the Lakers oh, don't uh, give him... He fresh out the crib. Yeah. I don't think the Lakers are putting him in the proper positions. I don't like this point forward role that he's in, honestly. I would like to make him into a scorer slash slasher who can make plays for others. I don't like him in his point forward role, so I think Lonzo hitting him there, he's gonna take the ball out of his hands, and I think it'll be great for him. So, how many years? Do I mean, you we get, wait, we yeah. wait for Showtime. We wait for Showtime to come back. Exactly. So, how many years do you give Magic to turn this franchise around? Turn it around, playoff wise. Playoff wise. Playoff wise. We'll, we'll start baby steps. Playoffs. Playoff wise, let's say. God damn, I got. I can't be a fan. <laughs> You want me to go? Because I'm not uh, a fan. <laughs> you go ahead. You go first. Two years. I'm giving Magic two years. I'm giving him next year. Ooh! And then one year after that. Actually, I need to see after this year. I need to see playoffs the next year. I'll give you one year this year. Get your get get your roster together. Get PG. Maybe Jimmy Butler. Try. Do something. But I need mm. two years. I'm giving Magic. Tops. And I need to see... A, f- a four seed at least is improving. Not I say, I say, I say, I say, non-biased, non-biased. Mm. I'm saying, I'm saying, three years. Three. As a fan, as a fan, the moves that he's been making, bro, he's gonna be in the playoffs in two years, and then after that, get your popcorn ready. <laughs> Get it ready. I like Magic, though. But I, it's I feel all, like he's going to make some big moves. Pending, it's all pending the moves, though. It's yeah. all pending the moves. Magic anyway. is in for a shakeup. I think he's going to make some big moves, man. He's going to make some big moves. So quickly, before we jump off the Lakers topic, I had to ask you, Bill, as a lifelong Lakers fan, who do you feel is the greatest Laker ever? 
A lot of greats. Oh, with, without no, without no, 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 no doubt, no blinking, no hesitation, it's Mafia Magic. It's a lot, it's a lot, don't get me wrong, when you walk into that Laker department, it's a lot of, man, we got a lot of jerseys, yeah. and you can start a lot of franchises with those players, mm-hmm. but you got to remember, Magic held it down game six playing all five positions, Oh yeah. you know, NBA championship rookie, I mean, come on now. Oh yeah. So we we're in agreement they, they on don't, that. They don't they don't call them they don't call them magic for no reason. Listen, listen, nothing like magic. The greatest point guard ever. Magic Johnson yes. is the greatest Laker ever. Easily, yeah, without a doubt, for me. I think he trends. He's he's an icon. He's more than just a basketball player. He's the greatest Laker ever. The, one of the greatest, biggest ambassadors for the league. The greatest icons of the league. Magic is easily to me the greatest Laker ever. I mean, we talking about six nine two fifteen. Keep your head up, or you might be hitting the face. Talk about it, <laughs> for real, man. So transitioning over, you know, the All NBA team came out. Gonna go quickly through this, Baylor. So, okay, it was real interesting. The the All NBA teams, real interesting. I, I I actually was okay with them. I didn't have too many problems with the all nba team i just only had one discrepancy with it there was only one dude i would have took out of the all nba team that's off the third team you have any okay. discrepancies the only one i would take out is i'm taking off DeRozan. tomorrow DeRozan off the all nba team i think he had a great season don't get me wrong great season big shout out to him but i think it should have been chris ball cp3 i'm sorry the P.E. Chris Paul, I think it's a little, they're getting a little disrespectful with my man Chris Paul, the point guard. Listen, his win shares is towards the top, I think top two or top three. His P.E.R. efficiency is top two along with LeBron James. His, the the on and off court uh, plus minus is towards the top as it always is, the consistency. He had a little bit of an injury this year, but listen, mm-hmm. without CB3, the Clippers are nothing. That's true. Nothing. That's true. Okay, I know a lot of people like to say Clay got snubbed, which is a, a valid point. But I can't give four Warriors on an All NBA team. I'm sorry, I'm not giving it to four Warriors. But, we gotta go. But you do know that. But you do know your pick is going to help validate my pick. Okay, so who's your pick? Who should have been on it? I well, I got a couple of changes. Okay. First, uh, first, I'm I'm gonna start at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think I was I was right there with you with Demar uh, being left out. I think. At least Gordon should have got in. Gordon Haywood? Yeah. Oh, okay. Over Paul George? That's, that's, that's the other one I was debating. Chris no, Paul or Paul well, George? I was, I, was, I was about to say, I was about to say it's, it's like 1A, 1B between them two. Okay. I, I would have went Paul George I, there. If it's not Chris Paul, then Paul George. I wouldn't have been mad. Okay. Okay. Now, my second team, I the same, the, 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 the first team and the second team, mm-hmm. we can all keep those players, but two need the swap. I think the Greek freak should have been in the first team, and Anthony Davis should have been on the second team. Mm, okay, I can't be. I might agree with you there. Okay, I definitely think Giannis had a better season than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis started off yeah. hot, and he caught a. He sort of cooled off toward mid to end. So I, I agree with you there, but I think they did it because of the center position. If I'm if I'm correct. I think so. Yeah, but it, I don't think they should do that. I don't, yeah, they should I don't, just make it positionless. Positionless. Yeah. 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 And, and and more slander going towards the East, I think the Bucks would have gave um, the Cavs a better game, a better series than Toronto. Mm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I would, Listen, you know I feel like the Raptors are sus. I always said the Raptors have been sus for about three years now. They're terrible. I don't oh, believe false. in De- De- DeRozan. Or Lowry, I don't believe in any, so they gotta go. Oh yeah, they're they're, they're flawed. I think I think Toronto Raptors is like the Houston Texans. Yeah, they're flawed. That's easy work. Playoff time, that's easy work. So other than that, I feel like we're okay with the All NBA teams. Other than that, right, Baylor? You you got all your picks out? Yeah. Yeah, I feel you there, man. So um, so now you know what it's time for. It's time for. The crossover segment, my brother. Not a game. Not a game. Not oh, a game. Oh, man. Bring it on. This is the alchemist section. <laughs> That's what AI I'm talking about. AI alchemist. Talk about <laughs> it. 
Yo, I got some good ones for you this week, Bella. BTG. Ah, okay. So who? So as for my new listeners, crossover segment is a segment I do every week. I'll be throwing out player comparisons. My guest acts as a GM, and they tell me who they would take out of the two in their primes. Out of their prime. Accolades aside, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. First up, BTG, who you got? You got John Wall? Your guy, John Wall. Or the glove, Gary Payton in his prime. Career stats. John Wall. 19 points per game, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 43% from the floor, 4-time All-Star. GP, the glove, 16 points per game, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 1.8 steals, 46% from the floor, 1-time champ, 9-time All-Star, 2-time All-NBA, 1-time Defensive Player of the Year. BTG, who you got? Got it's a no-brainer. It's no a brainer? no-brainer. I respect I respect my elders. I got DP. Oh, yeah, he got the glove. Hey, when you go to the defensive department, he's standing at the front door waiting on you. Oh, he definitely is at the front door. He's in there with a knife and okay. fork. And he battled with the quote-unquote GOAT, and he didn't back down. Yeah. So, oh, but listen, are, go, are you, choos- are you choosing this off of accolades or just talent-wise? Prime GP, talent-wise, pr- John Wall right now. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going, I'm just going talent-wise. We know John Wall is probably a better offensive player. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. We seen how far that gets you. We seen, we seen how far that got you in the playoffs, and you painted in the fourth quarter. Sure so did. I'm going with, I'm going with GP. Because he went a little bit further than you, and he played defense. Yeah, he played. See, I, I give it to GP as well. I'm with you right there, Baylor. So we're in agreement on it. I'm giving it to GP because I feel like GP, like he grew into a real good leader. As much as he talked trash, as much as they like to say he talked trash or played aggressive or whatever, he was a great leader for his team. And he galvanized yeah, he his troops to the finals. Sean Kemp, Detlef Schrempf. Who was this? Was it Sam Perkins? Or am I tripping? Was that Perkins? I think they had Perkins. They didn't they have Hershey over there. Hershey, Hershey Hawkins. There you go, Hershey Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to that fight, listen, I'm GP the glove. He'll take on anybody. He'll bite your head off. And he was no slouch on the offensive end. He was no slouch. No, he, he wasn't. He wasn't bad on offense at all. Listen, exactly. So, do you think? I think that defensive player of the year award puts him over the top. I think he has the potential to. Since Gary Payton did, I don't think John Wall has defensive player of the year potential. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm, you saying he got too much offense and not enough yeah, defense. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I give the nod to GP. Because he was, he gives you just enough offense, but outstanding defense. Yeah, he, he balanced it out. Well, I wouldn't say he balanced it out. I think his defense was a little bit exactly. better than his offense. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but talent wise, you can't go wrong with either one. Like it's really a wash to me. Talent wise, I mean John and Wall. His tra- and, and and his trash talking is uh, is only second to uh, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, exactly. I I take that any day of the week. I like me some GP. I got to see a little bit more from John Wall. But I'm, John Wall is, has an undeniable talent. Undeniable talent. Right. Let's hope he matures. So next up, new one for you, man. I'm throwing a couple forwards in there. Okay. Who would you take out of the two in their primes? I got my man Giannis, the Greek freak. I tend to Kumpo. Right? Or Chris Mullen in his prime. Run TMC. One third. I hope you didn't forget about Chris Mullen. Run TMC. Oh, wee. Hey, he was a dog. He was. A, I, I brought it back to the archives. I digged in the vault for this one for you. I digged hey, in the vault. You, you, you brought you brought it back to respect your elders tonight. <laughs> Talk about it. Brought it back. So career stats: the Greek freak, fifteen a game, seven rebounds, three assists, one block, one steal, fifty percent from the floor, only a one-time All-Star, but he's young. Chris Mullen. 18 a game, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, both 50% from the floor, five-time All-Star, one-time All-NBA first team, also a Dream Team member. Who you taking, Baylor, in their primes? Chris Mullen 
Are you taking a Greek freak? Man, I know this is respect your elders night, but I gotta go with the Greek for this main reason. Oh, you you up with the Greek? I was going with the Greek because I could start a franchise with him. Ah. But we going if we if, if Mullen is rolling, he's gonna be my third option. Mm-hmm. Wait, third, third option, option on the championship one. team? On the look, look, you gotta look at the teams that I'm rolling with. Okay. I'm with the Lakers. I'm okay. With, I'm with Chicago. Mm. Look at Utah. Look at uh, San Antonio. Okay. He's not, he's not the second. He's not the second or or the first option on either one of those teams. Yeah. True. You know what I mean? True. So I, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Greek because I mean they the Bucks is going to unless he plans on leaving they're going to try to get everybody over there. This, they need to, to. to keep. You know what I mean? So with Mullen, he's a guy that's going to be shit to those championship teams. He was dropping with the buckets Greek, though. Oh, he gets buckets. There's no disrespect. Okay. He get buckets, but <laughs> I'm just taking Greek because I think he's a better player to, to form a team on. Got you. And listen, Baylor, we are two for two. Because I'm going Talk with Greek the Freak. It. Talk about it. <laughs> I'm going with Greek the Freak, too. I think for the exact reason that you just said, he's a generational talent, I feel like. Listen, uh, somebody like that, that frame could dribble, pass, and shoot. The only issue that I have with him, like everybody does, is his jump shot. I wish he, yeah. he would just get his jump shot better. Chris Mullen was no slouch. Listen, you can't be, you can't be a bum on a dream team. You can't be a bum on that. He was no bum. Oh yeah. He was no bum. He could hold his own. He was a great small forward. He was he was probably the best player on run TMC at that time, if I'm not mistaken. Doing the best era too. He, was, he held his own in exactly. the best era of basketball. Exactly. A New York product, St. John's. Talk about it, Chris. <laughs> I like it. I like how you threw that in. I like. I had that. to throw like that. that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so we in agreement right there. So you like those two choices? Those are some difficult ones. Interesting. I, no, I, I I like that. So I mean, I did. I got an old school. I got a new school one. Exactly. So I like that. Exactly. And then you gotta look at it like this. I, you gotta look at the plot twist. You put my new school. You put my new school and my old school pick together against the cast that I didn't pick. Who mm. you think of winning that two on two? Okay. You mean John Wall and I mean you had Gary Payton and Giannis versus John Wall and Chris Mullen. Oh. Yeah. I'm going with GP and Giannis. I'm going there too. I'm going yeah. there too. Easy. Hands down. Hands down. Most definitely, man. So, my man, BTG, Baylor the Great. Tell hey, from, from day one, I, hey, from day one, I've been trying to get on here. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, it is, like, 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 look, I am, bro, I appreciate it. I no. needed to get on here. I, I'm listening to the episode like, yo, this Eastern Conference playoff is too thick. Y'all need a Western team over here. Yo, for real, man. You're right. <laughs> we all East Coast heavy over here. We East Coast heavy, though. Hey, and even even even, even with you like in the Clippers, I, I'm, I'm hearing that New York accent. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Yo, I, I can't be sitting in no Compton Bear room like, yo, they really over there tearing it up right now, and I'm not a part of it. That's what I'm saying. You had to bring that West Coast flavor there. You had to bring that. You had to bring that, man. <laughs> yo, I was trying to get you on here for a long time, man. If y'all didn't know, me and Bella, we go at it on Twitter. We always in a lot of heated b-ball debates, Hoop LA show. Who else? The Brothers Lehman. Oh, those are those are my guys, brother Lehman and Hoopla. Those are my those are my hoop shows right there. Yo. Man, please in the future if you had those guys on there. Let oh, me I'm bringing know. them on there. Oh yes. Oh man. Most definitely, brother. For real, man. Most big shout out to them too. Big shout out. So, Dylan, tell tell the people where to find you, man. Oh man, I'm I'm be on Twitter arguing with you again. Baby <laughs> the Great on all social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow me, I follow back, I debate, it's nothing personal, and it is what it is. That's what I'm talking about, man. Healthy debates, man, for real. So, yo, once again, Bill, I appreciate you coming on, man. Great episode once again. I appreciate you, my brother. Hey, keep hey, keep pushing your brand out. It's doing what it's got to do. It's very entertaining. I love the content. And, and, and make sure you shout out my Lakers. <laughs> I give big shout out to the Lakers. <laughs> I appreciate that, my brother. So that's Above the Rim, episode 16. Featuring my man, Bella the Great, Trackhouse Studios. We just talked about it. Talk about it. And we out.